0: When I'm not drinking bourbon, or writing blues songs, I listen to the Sean Geek Podcast over on seanmcginnety.ca, and you should too. Yeah, good point uh, no. true
1: <laughs> yeah great so, point well the the, the the pasadena high 75 okay the yeah. audio from that okay did you so, listen to that Todd? uh i i think i listened to five minutes of it but i couldn't really at work so oh yeah i'll have to sit down and listen to it but the thing is is I, in in past interviews with eddie uh and he had stated that you know he had enough albums on the cutting room floor or enough songs to be able to make multiple albums now if that's <laughs> the case he should have music somewhere. Now um, you're saying you were talking to Warner Brothers. You're, you know, seeing if they had anything in the, in the vault. Right, right. Now this stuff would actually be in the 5150 studio. That I assume. Uh, I'm I'm sure Wolfgang has saved everything that Eddie's ever done, whether it's been you know published or 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 been put on an album or not put on an album. I'm just wondering if there's any of that stuff because Eddie isn't here anymore, and I know. The band's not going to get back together. They're not going to play the same type of music. And Wolfie has definitely gone in a different direction with the style. Do you yeah. foresee ever seeing the light of day to this stuff that Eddie had written in his in the past?
2: I do. I, I just think it's going to be it's going to be a while. It's like Wolfgang says. It, it. Yes, I will go through it. Yes, you know my uncle Alex and I will go through it. But no, it's not going to be right away. Right. And it's gonna take a long time to sift through a lot of that stuff and make make sure that everybody knows this. It may all be it may all be stuff that's not worthy of putting out there, right? Because he says, you know, my dad may not have wanted it to go out there for a reason. Maybe it's all that's- just garbage. But <clears throat> like I said to Martin Popoff today, and, and he had a great uh, idea, which I'll get to. But you know, I said to Martin Popoff today, I said, you know, um, keeping that in mind i mean what eddie thinks is crap we we you know we'd be blown away by it, right <laughs> oh, so yeah. i mean yeah you know exactly. artists are very particular about everything and they, they may just say i don't like how that's i mean hell he thinks there's he still would say to the to, right to the end there's a mistake in eruption it's like dude where is it yeah <laughs> <You> know, yeah <laughs> where is it <laughs> so you know so maybe he thought it was crap but you know wolfgang will listen to it and Eddie did tell Rolling Stone a lot of it's like jazz fusion. It's not just you know straight ahead rock and roll. So because well, we'll he see. was always evolving
0: but, as as a musician and as a writer too. Right. Like Wolf But I, I'm saying- just.
2: I'll just put that out there and say yes. I my my feeling is yes, and it comes from a personal aspect. Okay, because my dad was in radio for many years, and if you heard that tribute episode, I brought up my dad. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. my dad and I were both in radio together. And thankfully my dad's still with us, but you know, he's got dementia. He's, it's not the same anymore. You know, he's failing and it's, it's rough. It's hard, man. I go see him every week when I can. And it's, and you know, and and it's not the same. We don't talk radio like we used to. Okay. But, but I'll be damned, you know, like anything that he had, he, he gave to me on real to real. it's on YouTube. I will, you know, his legacy is important to me. So, you know, he, he, my dad interviewed Phil Rizzuto. He interviewed Ted Williams. He interviewed, uh, <clears throat> a bunch of people, he, and whatever he could, Tom Seaver, you know, whatever he could give me that I could put out there, I put out there. And it was important to me to do that. So, you know, I just, that's all I'm going on. I, I have that feeling that Wolfgang has that same type of feeling and emotions when he thinks about his dad. So, so yeah, they're not, he's not going to look at it from a financial aspect. He's not going to look at it from, from, getting headlines he's not going to look at it like oh i just want to put this out there so i can do more interviews he's going to do it for the right reason and that is because he loves he loves his dad and that's a very important to him so they're more of a keepsake that's why i think he'll do it yeah Yeah. keepsake that's why i think he will do it and i also think you know eddie's wish was he wanted to well wolfgang talked him into the idea of getting michael back Get Sammy, Dave, Gary, do a whole big thing, man. The kitchen sink big, tour, big yeah. tour. He, the kitchen sink tour, and that, and that, because he wasn't able to put that through completely. Again, think about it from a father-son aspect. Don't think about it from a business, because I don't think Wolfgang gives a crap about that stuff. You know, he's—I'm sure he's well off. He's—he's he's financially oh, stable yeah. for the rest of his life. So why, you know, think about distance? He's all the money is for distance goes to. Uh, Eddie's. Uh, so yeah, but I, I think he's. uh no, but he he's I think he's going to do it, and 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 I think it's because of it's important. It's going to be important to him to do it to keep his the legacy of his dad out there. Because I think I think Eddie would have would have loved to have been able to, you know, just put a nice little bow on it and have that final tour. Because he told Nuno Bettencourt he he was looking forward to it. You know, I'm oh yeah, to this man we're gonna we're gonna go out the way we came in with a bang. You know, you really wanted to bring Mike back, which, you know, he wanted to bring Mike. Yeah. 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 We haven't heard from Michael, you know, I mean, we just had that little quick thing of him and Sammy.
0: Yeah. But that was all Sammy pretty much. I mean, it was a little bit of Mike, but not from
2: Michael. Yeah. Um, he was there there from day one, man. We got to hear from Michael. We got, I want to hear him, you know, just what's on his mind. You know,
0: the one thing I wanted to bring up and this is what, this is what worries me is I through this whole thing. I've been worrying about Alex. Cause I know he's so yeah. private, he's so quiet and you know, Wolfie is going to go out and do his, you know, finally do the thing that his dad wanted him to go do, which he put off cause his dad got sick. But I, I feel Alex needs something like, this is just, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know Alex obviously, but personally I feel like, okay, I lost my buddy. I lost my guitar player. I lost, you know, the guy, He probably saw him almost every day. I'm sure. Sure. Yeah. So like w- yeah. what, what's there for him and in my head, and I don't know if this makes any sense at all. I just, I, I envision this, that he makes up with, cause I don't know if he ever had a, a beef with Sammy or not, or with Mike or not, but seeing Alex hook up with Sammy and Mike and just be their drummer. He doesn't have to take a lead role. I know Jason Bonham's already, you know, playing with him and stuff, but I think it'd be nice. I don't know. I think it'd be nice. And yeah. I don't mean for financial reasons, like, oh, this tour would sell. No, I think it'd be good for Alex. I think something yeah, like you, that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You wonder.
0: Cause it's still family, right? Yeah. In a way, like, you know, I'm sure Mike was like family for them.
2: Yeah. 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 You wonder because him and Eddie were are apparently, you know, they're very, private guys and they're not you know they're not one to show show that kind of emotion you know and plus you know the band's the band's uh goal from day one was to to have people go out and have a good time you know it's just you know this is happy music you know yeah. so it's it's, it's it might odd... make him happy you know yeah we'll see now getting back to martin Popoff's theory so this is what he this is what he would like And I didn't even think about this until he brought it up and this ties in with what you were just saying with Alex. So what he would like is is now what I would like. Once he said it, you get, you get all the stuff from the vault that is worthy of putting together a complete song, much like Freddie Mercury, when they made in heaven,
3: Mm. you know, made in heaven Mm -hmm. was after
2: Freddie died and complete the songs, get Alex there to, to, lay down a new drum track or even if it yeah, was ever a drum track at all,
0: whatever. Yeah. Right.
2: Maybe there was yeah. no drum track at all. It was just Eddie, you know, playing around and get Michael Anthony. Um, Anything that was in the vaults from the Dave years have Dave, Mike, Alex in the studio, finish those songs, have Wolfgang.
0: Produce it. Uh, it, produce sort it. Of. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right. Then take the ones from the Sammy years. Same thing. Sammy. Oh, you know, yeah. right i mean i yeah, didn't you know when, yeah. I, when, martin, when martin brought that up i thought boy that would be really cool because martin popov is admittedly he's not a big live guy anyway he doesn't he doesn't he's not a big concert guy so he's like you know the the idea of of doing a tour or like a hologram he didn't say hologram oh, but Just God. Thinking, you know like something like that yeah, yeah. it's disrespectful but what's yeah, not disrespectful yeah. is taking eddie's stuff that he had in the studio and finishing them boy wouldn't that be great well i mean <sighs> yeah that's
0: hitting me right here right right. yeah that would be so good.
2: but you know you you, i think that wolfgang will take the jimmy page approach jimmy page you know he he's he's so proud of the led zeppelin catalog and robert plant is too but robert plant just seems to be more of let's just focus on here and now in the future but you know you know zeppelin fans are just you know just delighted to see all those re reissues man it's you know it's why not so and what look what brian may and roger taylor have done for the queen legacy jesus you know i mean they, that's queen is as big now as maybe yeah. even bigger than they ever were before and um you know the movies and it's and not
0: the- disrespectful though that's the thing like it's done no. with it with a care and it's by you know it's not the agent or the manager, or the money guy, or, or right. whatever. It's the people that actually, and they're not doing it for money because obviously they don't need any.
2: And listen, and you want to? Hey, they
0: need to do it.
2: Yeah. Yes. Now, if it means hey, if 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 well, if you want to take every penny that comes from any of these uh, reissues of Eddie stuff and and put it to his his foundation, go for it. Um, I, I want to get the name of his foundation, Mr. Holland's Opus. He, Mr. Holland's yeah. Opus. Put it all to there, you know, um, put it all to cancer research or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, by the way, you know, just cancer is a bitch, man, you know. And what a fighter Eddie was, you yeah. know, according to what Gene Simmons, you know, his his story. Uh, you know, just that Eddie ran into Gene one day and he's just like, hey, man, you know, it is what it is, you know. Got a piece of my tongue removed and now I'm I'm good. You know, I had some cancer, you know, and then it was just, yeah. like I, I don't even want to talk about, you know, and Gene was like, oh, okay, what, you know, this is awkward, <laughs> you know, and Eddie was, it wasn't awkward. He's just like, hey man, you know, what are you going to do? You got, I got it, but it would we'll just move on. Yeah, And, you know, and that's the way he was till the end. And he told Sammy too. He said, uh Sammy said that Eddie told Sammy, I don't want anybody to know about this. I don't know anybody know I'm struggling with it.
0: Well, you don't want the pity. He did. He didn't want the pity. He didn't party want the pity, man.
2: He's a tough dude, man. Yeah. He went to Germany, and, and and Wolfgang said he had what? He had two weeks to live, in in twenty uh, seventeen. Yeah. 2017. yeah. And he got three three more years, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah he did those uh, weird treatments or or whatever it was yeah. he was doing over there.
1: I didn't even know he was still sick when he like when I found out he passed. Yeah. Because it was just so sudden, like you said, he's so private. Like there was nothing in the news. There was nothing, you know, that was that was out there that 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 would have suggested that there was uh, a relapse just, or, or, or whether he was, you know, sick, so.
2: Just rumors. Yeah, yeah. just rumors.
1: Well, yeah, you know, tw- should, in 2015,
2: be, he looked so great in that 2015. 25- sounded oh, yeah. amazing. He looked yeah. great. And it was like, there's Eddie, man. He's back. Had that smile. and Oh, he had the
1: smile. He definitely had the last smile. The concert that Sean and I went to, yeah, he was, it looked like in tip-top shape.
2: Where did you see yeah, them yeah, in, in
0: 2015?
2: Yeah, was put some weight done? on. Yes, was, he had the weight.
0: What, yep. what year was that, Todd? I'm trying to remember now. That was the Cool in cool the gang was opening for them. Yeah, what well, year was that? Was that 15? 20,
2: cool in the gang was wasn't that the 2012 one? Wow, maybe not long isn't that, ago. That, because they isn't that the one was Dave was doing that little shimmy shake stuff on the yeah, stage, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yes. Yeah.
2: So 2015. With the shuffleboard, yeah, the, shuffle the board. shuffleboard. <laughs> you were taught, you were breaking down the shuffleboard. Time <laughs> we, were. That yeah, we were, yeah, we were, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, I don't think anybody's ever broken down the shuffleboard <laughs> By the way, yeah. That's we so spent. So glad you brought that up. It was like 25 minutes
0: sitting up the damn <laughs> shuffleboard Like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. So great. He's, he's powdering the ground. What the hell is he Yeah, doing? he had A little, little powder. powder. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah. It's great.
0: yeah that's it's so awesome. great. that's
2: awesome. Oh my god, that's so funny, man. Hey, that cool is- and cool in <laughs> the gang
0: kicked ass they were yeah, I know. so good
2: and that's dave's oh. dave's uh that's the dave's roots you know yeah the, the dance yeah um yeah so the 2015 was the one
0: see they didn't come through for 2015 for us
2: in in canada okay
0: yeah well they did, did you, in canada but they they got right here but not nearly not where, you're not where we now.
2: You're, you're where again now
0: we're in we're in winnipeg so it's literally right, the geographical okay. center okay. of canada yeah. So I think okay. they they probably hit Toronto, maybe Montreal, maybe Vancouver, something like that. But yeah, oh, hey, we're always like the, way, the fourth man. or
2: fifth pick. Yeah. By the way, hey, one of the one of the best bootleg videos out there is Montreal that '84 mm-hmm. tour, yeah. right? Yep. You've seen that one? Oh yeah. Oh my oh, yeah. god! When, when Dave's doing the split off in the beginning of the show, yeah. the lights are down. Yeah. And then you hear on chain. yellow
1: and black spandex. Yeah. And then no, you know, in
2: that one he had that long this sparkly long robe you know and just diamond dave man he did that oh story, yeah. man. he's like touching his his feet touching his hands you yeah. know, just doing that oh my god yeah, it was just that's rock and roll man and you eddie just killing it you know oh,
0: when i when man. i moved away I, I i we're not from here like i said we're from the east coast so yeah. when we lived there so th- this is the thing you got to understand like when we discovered van halen we lived in and we talked about this on the show before but when we lived back in New Brunswick, we had CK what CKUW Todd was the radio. Station? CK, CK yeah. CKCW. CKCW. And, and it was AM
1: radio. And it was that a, was yeah. yeah that wow. was a rock station. The,
0: the the rockingest I think it ever got was they would play like a Burton Cummings solo song. Oh wow. And that was as rocky as it got. But yep. at some point we heard 19 or um jump on the radio.
2: Adrenaline rush. And it was right? like
0: what because we we couldn't get anything good on the radio there. It took us to right. move here before we could actually see a good concert. And I don't know what yours was, Todd, but my first concert ever was Kiss on the um, on the uh, Crazy Nights tour.
2: Oh, that was the first
0: time I could actually see. My
2: first show was 89's Hot in the Shade. I thought you were going to say Hot in the Shade. Oh, I saw Hot in the Shade,
0: too. But by that point, I'd moved away from Winnipeg, where we are now, and I moved to Montreal, and I lived there for two years. And while I was there, I saw 20 concerts in the span of two years. Because everybody (laughs) came through, man. It was awesome.
2: Everybody came through there, yeah. Yeah, but jump. You know, I know the diehard long... Old school Van Halen fans do not like Jump because of the keyboards, but to me, that is the that is a perfect pop rock song. Sure, perfect. Yeah. A plus. Don't good change. solo thing.
0: in it too. The solo. The solo is really good in it. The energy
2: of that song. It just there's something about the energy of that song that everybody loves that song. My mother loves that song. My 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 nephew loves that song uh, some of some of the baddest dudes that I know, toughest son of a bitches that, yeah. uh, you know, that uh, love that song. But you that know, was, you, 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 you could go to all walks of life and they'll say, Oh, jump, man. I love that tune, man. That's a great tune.
0: But it broke, it song. broke radio. It literally broke radio. in half
2: yeah, yeah. Cause yeah.
0: Yeah. Me, like, I don't know what it was like where, where you live, but did you get rock music on your radio?
2: Yeah. We have in Connecticut, we have, uh, you know we had some great stations growing up and in hartford and new haven and and we had yeah. great great stations we had so nothing. yeah we, so nothing, to say the power not, yeah. of that song
0: to actually break radio
2: well so was it on mtv did you have mtv no back then? no no was, okay. And we, okay and
0: the only thing we had back then like there was there's a canadian version called much music yeah much that, music, that yeah. hadn't quite that was todd was that i think it was start maybe starting around that time but I think the popularity of MTV in 84 or 80, you know, from 81 to 84, I think is what, you know, the Canadians like, well, okay, well, we'll have our own version of it. Mm. And we, yeah, we actually, we, we told the satellite story before, but we, my father bought a satellite dish and that's the first time we had access to MTV. Okay. And it was like, oh, oh, oh. That's great. So yes. was, yeah. We taped, I think we taped everything for about three years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just we like had a cassette player on the on the on the um on the radio. Oh,
2: yeah, but just I recorded you, the, everything The, VCR the power hour and,
0: and yeah, because you couldn't buy VCR. stuff in stores e- easily either where we live. No, no. So I mean, and unless I want to go buy Burton Cummings' greatest hits again.
2: Burton Cummings' <laughs> greatest hits. So <laughs> double album, by the way. That's great. <laughs> I, I remember many being, hits. Oh, I remember being twelve years old and and watching jump that video and and loving it. And yeah. it would still be another four years before I became such a huge fan. But I was again, just going back to all, all walks of life, ages, colors, freeds, you name it. Jump was just a song that got yeah. everybody. It and broke that's it a out. Song Eddie, Eddie fought hard for, Yeah, fought hard for. Um,
0: and he fought for the right reasons. I mean, look what it did.
2: While we're talking 1984, we, we should really uh, come back around to me uh, uh, coming out of character for waldo
3: yes for waldo is that you know that's
2: the funniest i Whoa. love that guy keith kessinger i love it he's such a cool guy i, I email him every now and then you know he's so such he, a he nice still keeps guy. in touch
0: eh that, that's awesome
2: yeah but like he's just so modest and everything you know he's just like oh thank you so much I'm, i really appreciate it that's one of the funniest moments <laughs> i Oh my God. I like that
0: you put at the end of the show, you put the actual yes. where you get schooled by, I'm not Waldo or whatever.
2: And he loved it too. Yeah. Because because I, I thought, you know, if anybody's getting, I'm going to know if anybody really listened to the whole episode because I wanted them to <laughs> yeah, yeah. hear his song, you know, because his song is at the end. Yeah. yeah. And I, want, I wanted people to hear his talents. And so I'll know if people listen to his song if they heard that little yeah. point at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, he was like, oh, I love how you added that at the end. So he loved it too. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. And, what a talent man he's so what a ta- fucking how good. about the guns and roses oh. thing oh my god
0: well yeah i think he was saying something along the lines of like people thought it was an actual guns and roses thing it's like,
2: yeah no, yeah no. yeah it was a hot august night i remember i and i was so excited i'm gonna be interviewing the guy who played waldo hot august night you know and, and and uh and i have to turn the air conditioner off in here so i can record i was <laughs> like oh i was like you know, i was like already kind of like ah oh, but i'm like i wanted this this is gonna be great we had a, we had a problem. He couldn't hear me. I, you knew I exactly
0: how it was going to go, but it did not even get close because everything it went no. up.
2: In my head, I had it all envisioned, and uh, and then um, he couldn't. I couldn't hear him. We tried. We tried Sky or Skype or Zoom, whatever the hell it was. Finally, we just did by phone, and we got it going. And then, yeah, that moment. I'm like here we're talking to the man who was in the greatest video all the and the pause that wasn't me the pause is <laughs> and, I, and his and his voice is so i love his voice he has such a character in his voice and and i loved how he just rolled with the, he's like he's like oh my god you know i was just talking to my wife the other day and he, I, can't, I can't believe it he's like i'm all over the place he's like i'm on, I'm on the I'm on wiki i'm on you know he's like so funny you know he couldn't believe it he couldn't yeah. believe it you know and and he looks so much like Waldo and it's just so freaking funny how it all came together and, and how it all. And then, and then at the end of the episode, we just, I just throw it out there. The song facts. I said, you know, song fact, he goes, Oh my God, that's right. I'm the one who posted on the song facts. You know, he, he posted on song facts, a comment that said, uh, said, Hey, something to the effect of, Hey, you know, this, this, this guy, Waldo is all grown up now. You should check out his video. So he was trying to promote himself, just having a little yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah. Never thought it would it would it would turn into what it. I like did. that he was
0: oblivious. He was oblivious. He was oblivious in, to you know, it. Like that was, and how I believed.
2: It. I you know what? And I believe every word he said. Like he wasn't. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was. He yes, he was trying to get some attention to it, but he wasn't trying to do. He wasn't trying to pull a fast one on anybody. Like he was trying. He wasn't being a you know sneaky or whatever. He was just having fun with it and then like he said he said when people started to ask him if he was really him he started to put no i'm not and then he would delete it because he was just having fun with it because that was like (laughs) in the true david lee true david lee spirit you know it's like might as well just roll with this man have some fun with it and uh now i want to know i haven't looked we should look but
0: i'm actually that's what i'm doing right now
2: (laughs) okay is he still on wiki is he still on imdb as the guy who played waldo
0: okay let's look here
2: (laughs) because
1: i mean while he's looking did you ever Talk to the actual Waldo.
2: No, nobody. Or find has. out who it is. Nobody has. That's what I. That's what I was hoping that that episode would lead to. And then we posted it on the Van Halen news desk, which gets a lot of exposure. And I was hoping that was going to do it. No, you know, because I mean, like, it, you know, he, Jeff. Well, your, I'm, you know. the, I'm sure the website hits a day, but yeah, I, I'm sure. But nobody stepped forward, which makes me think that whoever <laughs> whoever is whoever's part of it is is just purposely saying i want this to be kept a secret because at the end of the video it says no oh, it
0: keeps going to the football baseball
2: football. guy <laughs> yeah there's a baseball player Keith yeah, I... but if you do keith kessinger imdb like oh maybe yeah, okay. Start do from there. yeah yeah IMDb. yeah but i i, I emailed jeff hausman right away i go dude you gotta listen to this you gotta listen to this interview this is hilarious you know <laughs> Because because I I I got Jeff all excited. I said Jeff, oh my God, I found Waldo. I said, you know, I'm going to interview him. Do you want to run something there? He goes, oh yeah, man. He goes, we he, he already had the headline in his head, Jeff. He's, he's <laughs> like, you know, we found Waldo or something. You know, I'm like,
0: yes. Yeah, I think they yes. took his IMDb down.
2: Oh, did it? All right, hold it on. It says
0: if you want to add to the article.
2: Okay, let's see. What the heck, dude? It's gone. <laughs> Oh, I got to email. Go. I got to email Keith and tell him. Yeah, he's not there. Damn, dude, that had to have been because of uh, the Van Halen news desk. I mean, not yeah, not maybe. me. I'm not taking credit. I think it's just the fact that it's on the Vhnd because that website yeah. gets a ton of hits. Oh yeah. So I bet you. Oh, that's hilarious, dude. He's not on there <laughs> now. Let's check. He's not on IMDb. Let's see. Where if was he's not other on other bl-
0: wiki? Wiki. Oh, wiki. I just keep getting the stupid baseball right. guy.
2: Just do ah. Wikipedia hot for teacher. That's the best way to get you get to it right away. Oh, that's so funny, man. He's no longer on IMDB. So let's see. Do a control F and I'll type in Keith. He's not on the Wikipedia. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm easy come, easy go, again. I guess. I'm breaking character again.
0: This is awesome. <laughs> okay. I love
2: that. <laughs> breaking character. You know, I never thought about that because I'm such a old, like I'm an old school radio guy. Well, yeah, exactly. So I never purposely got into character, but I always like, whenever I write these scripts up for these episodes, it just, that's how I hear it in my head.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah.
2: I'm not a musician. I can't, you know, I don't know how the hell somebody writes a song, but I know when it comes to this stuff, I hear this stuff in my head, how I want it to sound. And that's the voice. And then it just goes, and- it's true. It's like I'm a character. I'm all serious, and and yeah, and as soon as he says that's not me, you hear me go, <laughs> huh? you know, my voice just cracked. And, but this is hilarious, man. This is like um, this is my journalistic moment. I have I have altered, I have altered Wikipedia and IMDb. Now I'm, Kessinger I'm actually, is no I'm, longer. He's got. I, he's gonna love this. I gotta send him an you know. email.
0: I'm trying to find, okay, there's this guy I wanted you to know. I, I, I don't know if you've heard about, it. we did an episode it, it was 286 but okay, I found this guy named, and maybe you know I don't know, there's this guy named Phil Proetti Pro- Pro- Phil Proetti? you ring a bell? No. You know how everyone's doing Um, they're doing, uh, I don't know what they call them, bedroom bedroom recording sessions where Okay. Uh, they'll release a video <clears> and everything's <throat> recorded you know, by track, and everyone's recording in their homes, they're sending the track to someone, and then they put a video out, and you know, right? Okay. Everyone's in different windows and they put it up on YouTube. Yeah. There's a guy named Phil Proetti who's been doing that, but it looks like, and I don't know, I've been trying to verify or confirm this, and I can't get an answer from anyone, but he's taking, uh, I don't know how familiar you are with Bruce Kulick or not.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, for, Bruce Kulick. Yeah. yeah, man. Kiss. So he's been Heated putting up kiss. lots
0: of. Yeah, he's been putting lots of videos up since, you know, during the quarantine of, you know, he he'll go back and revisit an old solo from, you know, a song and sometimes he will play a whole song and he'll post the video up. So this guy is taking that video and playing along to Bruce Kulick's video. Oh, cool. But he's making it sound like he's actually playing with Bruce Kulik. Oh. But him in one window and. Yeah. And him in the other. Because I'm like, wait a minute, this clip's familiar. I remember watching Bruce play this in his living room or wherever it was. Oh,
2: so wait, he's trying to make it look like he's jamming with Bruce. I look? think like so. What I'm That's what I'm trying of? to
0: figure out. Because he and then he had another one with uh, Paul Stanley. Now okay. Bruce, I could see Bruce doing it. You know, I mean, Bruce is not the main a main kiss person, not not anymore anyway. So you know what? If he can make a couple of bucks jamming, you know, if someone pays him some money to do, hey, can can I do a song with you? And then he's making revenue that way. I can see that maybe happening. Um, You know, like the old days where you could call into your favorite wrestling star and they would wish you a happy birthday right, or whatever, right. like that, yeah. kind of that sort of deal. But Paul Stanley wouldn't be doing that. No way. No. So I'm trying to figure out. I do not
2: endorse this man. What's his name? What's his name again?
0: Phil Pro <laughs>
2: Phil Pro I don't endorse <laughs> like anything. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my God. That's,
0: the guy's you know- a clown.
2: <laughs> kiss does not endorse this phil croetti guy whatever the hell his name is
0: but i i have the links in the episode you gotta check or did I? we no, gotta I talk didn't.
2: kiss we gotta talk yeah kiss well that's to, that's uh, that's chris. what
0: i'm leading to love but kiss did you watch like we're from winnipeg or not from winnipeg we live in winnipeg so one of the the big golden sons of winnipeg is chris jericho that's where he's from yeah man
2: yeah, yeah. chris jericho so, i love his podcast and he's a huge kiss fan
0: yeah that's why I bought this.
2: Yeah, man, yeah. Greg, Greg Prado, man, that's no. my man, yeah. Greg Prado. Yeah. He's, one of, my, he's my, one of my favorite guests, man. I love having him on. Now, I re-listened so to your.
0: I re to two. He's the same guy that did the uh, Shannon Hoon, right?
2: Oh yeah, man. Yeah, okay. That was his first book. Yeah, his first book was the Shannon Hoon Blind Melon book, and I love that book. And that's where I connected with Greg. I'm like, yeah, this
0: this is good.
2: Oh, yeah, that that Kiss book is great. Take it off, so. Kiss. Yeah, um, so can't say enough about Greg, yeah. man. He's a great, great so writer and really funny. I think I'm really going to go back
0: to guy. that. To that, um, maybe I'll pick up that Blind Melon book.
2: Yeah, what a great band. And Greg, Greg yeah. is he's you know he he flies that Blind Melon flag, you know, and he hooked me up with an interview with uh with their guitarist. So I, I yeah. uh, Christopher Thorne. Yeah, I, you know, he's like, would you like to interview Christopher from Blind Melon? I'm like, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So um, in this book here yeah bunch of winnipeg connections so brent fits which is he shows up in this book all over the place so that you you know you know brent <clears throat> fits i think or
2: do i know that name brent, F- brent
0: fritz fits so he's the, he's the drummer for uh Slash's band oh oh Conspirators, yeah okay right?
2: oh he's really good
0: he's really good and he's actually yeah. from here so oh cool okay way back in the day and they kind of mentioned it briefly in the book way back in the day um and brent's the same age as i think you're you're close to us in age you're just shy 48 of 50, 48 okay 48. i'm 40 yeah. i just turned 40, 49 myself okay Todd, todd's a little north of there
2: <laughs>
0: <Hello>. <laughs>
2: but um but still I, I think... so handsome so handsome oh, you yeah, too you.
0: damn handsome <laughs> <laughs> Drives guys nuts but um So, so Fitz (laughs) Fitz grew up in Winnipeg around the same time uh, as us. So he was his band, the bands he was in. He's a phenomenal drummer, but he's also multi instrumentalist. Um, Okay, he was playing in the bars when Todd and I were going to the bars because we moved here, you know, at drinking during drinking age, at the the alcoholic drinking age, and we would go to the bars. Missed a
1: year. What's that? I missed a year because it was nineteen. drinking ages was 19 in new brunswick graduated and then when it moved here
2: oh it was, I was just turning here, it 19, was 19 back so home.
1: i missed a whole year of partying
2: <laughs> oh yeah i
0: was pissed you guys <laughs> are originally from new jersey new brunswick Br- new brunswick New Brunswick. so yeah. that's that's <clears throat> east coast that's just north of uh, nova scotia
2: oh okay it's okay. just the
0: province just north of there
2: yeah because i was i thought you were saying new like New Brunswick
0: is is oh no, there's a place called New Brunswick, New Jersey. Yeah, no, 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 right. Neither. Yeah,
2: that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, are they, are they? yeah?
0: So okay. all right. Yeah. So when we moved here, Brent Brent was massive KISS fan, and he was in all like he was the drummer, the go-to drummer in like a lot of the bands that we would go see. Never put two and two together, but eventually in and around this would have been post crazy nights, I think. No, actually, probably about ten years after that. So probably
2: ninety-seven would be ten years after Crazy Nights.
0: Yeah, so that that should be about right, because it was before. Oh yeah, it was before ninety-seven. So probably around ninety-five or so. There was okay. a, there was a uh, Kiss convention. There, there was Kiss conventions going on. That Brent, was
2: a big thing in the mid nineties.
0: Brent put one together here in Winnipeg himself. It wasn't associated with any of the other Kiss conventions going on, but yeah, he had a convention here in Winnipeg. And he brought in Bruce Kulick for the convention. Oh, wow. But he also played drums on the Union
2: album. Union, yeah. So he yeah. was with the Union. Okay. Him oh, and Todd cool. Kearns.
0: Todd Kearns is his is his buddy. So they played uh, I think they have a connection to Age of Electric, which is a okay. fairly big Canadian band. And um so, anyways, but they they backed up, uh, they backed up geez who else did they back up they backed up gene they were part of the gene simmons band
2: his solo band the most recent one you're talking about or the one from yeah and and they play the
0: cruise they backed up bruce kulik on the kiss cruise like every time that uh bruce has been there but he brought bruce in i got to meet bruce which was crazy
2: he seems like a really cool guy super cool super yeah yeah but
0: but, um but anyway so it was interesting that i pick up this book and like brent's in there I'm like what like a winnipeg connection that's right yeah he that's he's mentioning, in the book he keeps mentioning winnipeg stuff in this book and i'm like yes and then jericho writes the foreword and like i don't know this, oh that's the right. winnipeg book man
2: yes you're right i have my copy in the other room man. yeah that's a that's such a great book that might have been the first time i interviewed greg i reached out to him for that one it was for the kiss so you book, had yeah. him
0: on that and then did you do the blind mail and aft
2: no it did, did blind melon or was it the first? kiss one first i did the he, he had a he's got a Bon scott book he just put out recently yeah. and i did one with that you know and i feel bad like i can't keep up sometimes because these guys like him and martin popoff are they've been on my show the most because they just they put out so many books and it's and it's so cool but i try to keep up because keep in mind i mean i got a nine-to-five job you know yeah. so I, I i you know i were you know I, I, I do that and i you know, get home. And, and so you, you try to like with, uh, with Martin, he, his schedule is a little tough. Like he's usually available weekday morning. So I, you know, if I have some time, I'll do it. But with, you know, with but and anyway, you know, trying to keep up with these guys, like Greg's got some great books, man. He's, he's got uh and Greg pretty was funny. Cause like when I first started interviewing him, I was like serious, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, now, but, but by the third or fourth yeah. interview, you know, we're just so fun. Like yeah. he's so funny. Like uh, he's such a character. <clears throat> yeah. And like, I was, I was uh like, we were doing the blind melon one and, He's telling me stuff that's in the book. and I'm like, oh, that's in the book? I said, you know, I'm sorry, Greg. I said, it's been so long since I've, I've read it. But I said, I got it right here. And, and he goes, well, Eric, I think it's time that you read it again. <laughs> you know? and, then he goes, and, and, and he's so great at promoting. He's so great. He, he goes, you know, and by the way, I will be releasing an all audio version of it. So I think you should give that a listen. To <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and he, 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 by the way, he gave me, uh, yeah, he hooked me up with an audible version of that book. So I'm oh, listening nice. to it, like, and he's you know, reading I'm it like, himself. Then, I'm, he's reading it himself, and oh, cool. yeah, I'm, nice. I'm, 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 you know, I'm still a little more than halfway through that. But uh, he's just great, man. He's, he's just a, uh, he, he, loves, he loves all kinds of music. And he was actually that first Blind Melon show he was at was in New Haven, which is where I, okay, Hodes' yeah. place in New Haven, man, which is I was right down the street, went to college there, and all that. So, um, but getting back to to Kiss. So we're talking about kiss. Yeah. We're going to, um, yes. Hey, Eric, I yes. Think we're going we, oh, to drop out another, again. I'm getting you another son oh, of a it's Another
0: 10 minute, but yeah, it is. You, getting, uh, that's getting, it. I'm done. Well, it's getting close to my kid's <laughs> bedtime too. <laughs> the,
2: but, oh, you got go to go. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Yeah. No, 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 I'm that's sorry. fine. But, um, yes. Can you come back? We're having
2: fun talking. Oh yeah. We'll come back. Well, okay. Yeah, awesome. We'll definitely. If you ever need, I don't
0: know. I don't know what we give to your show, but if you ever need us on your show, just, yeah, reach out.
2: I got to think. I don't know what we do, but no, well, I'll figure something out, man. We, you know, I'm trying to do different things, but really what I focus on is like the ones that you, and thanks for listening, by the way, too, man. It's, it's really cool. I, 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 those, those episodes are very time consuming, but they're well oh, worth yeah. it. And it's like therapeutic for me, man. I love it. That's my creative outlet. So I have a blast doing it. And it's what I always wanted to do in radio. So it's giving me a chance.
0: Are you familiar with um, Alan Cross at all?
2: Yeah. Oh like yeah. Doing
0: history of uh, new music, I think it's called
2: you mentioned him yeah you mentioned him uh he's well he's he's very well known around your parts right oh god yeah uh, yeah okay he's, yeah he's See, a i've legend. heard the name <clears throat> i've heard the name
0: he's been in radio i think for i don't know 40 years or something like that and he's yeah. he's got an encyclopedic knowledge of music yeah that's so when cool. I, I, I when i heard your show for the first time i'm like hey it's an american Alan
2: cross like you were it, saying that. Yeah. yeah,
0: no. And that's, that's a compliment. Like I, I like the show. Cool. I like how the editing is put together, the splicing of, 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 uh, of interviews that you find. And, and I find some of the, some of the time you're finding interviews, you're not going to the obvious interviews all the time. It's not always the one that everyone's heard a thousand times. Sometimes it's, yeah. you know, a little bit. So I think you, you've you got some integrity in there that, not all rock journalists have where they just kind of go for the, you know, the quick payoff. So I like that you're actually taking, uh, putting effort into what you're doing and you can hear yeah, it in every cool. episode. Like it's,
2: that's cool. That's, yeah, that's I just have I like a genuine, I have a genuine love for these artists and these songs and these music. And I just feel like they, they deserve that kind of attention where I think, I think there's a lot more to the story than, than just the song itself. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like I said, it does take a while. I, I write up a script. I, I, I got to get the, the uh, I get the sound bites. And if I can try to interview the people that are part of it too, but if not, Hey, you know, there's a lot of great stuff out there and hopefully it's cool for everybody. You know, I pull, I pull some great clips from all these different things on YouTube or I love uh, God, I love uh, in the studio with Redbeard. He's got some great stuff, you know? Oh yeah. So, you know, I try to be respectful of all of it. I mean uh, you know, I don't make money off of it. I, I pay to do it. It's just something I love to do just sharing it with people. And uh, I'm trying to get a, you know, who's great is, uh, you know, about this guy, the professor of rock. You ever see these videos? He's no. really cool. No, I'm Adam, to look it yeah, up. Adam reader. Reeder. And, and I, and I'm trying to set up an interview with him because he's, he does like a video version of that. And it's just outstanding. You know, he he's got these guys where he interviews them, you know, all these artists, which is really cool. But I, I have, I have, I have a blast doing it. I've been doing it for a year and a half and I still haven't, you know, gotten to the point where I'm like, you know, I just, you know, I, I'm burned out or I don't love to do it. I just love doing it. I really look forward to, you know, chipping away at it. Usually uh, takes me a good week. You know, it takes yeah. me like for a, like an hour long episode. It probably takes uh it could take about 10, 10 between 10 to 15 hours total. Sure. And you know, and then like, I'll, I'll basically demo it. I mean, I, I will, I will put together an episode, and I will put it on my phone and I'll go for a ride and I'll listen. Yeah. And I, and I do screenshots of certain points. I've got to fix that. Got to fix that. Got And I will go through six, seven demos before it's finally just, just the right, you know, w- the way I want it to be. And that's and really fun, man. It's, it's a creative, it's a creative thing. And that's one of the things, you know, I'm an old school radio guy. I got the FM radio dial tattooed on my arm. And the, the, the origins of radio are, you know, the, the old, the old, uh, late sixties FM radio, man, it was, you know, an art form Yeah. and it's still a beautiful medium. It's just, you know, I, I, these are the types of things that I really wanted to do. I wanted to dig deep into these songs and these artists I wanted, you know, and it's tough with radio. You're talking in between songs, you got 30 to 60 seconds, you got to move along. And th- this gave me that opportunity to just put it all together and take all my notes. I got a lot of notes here. It's a, it's a podcasting is, is a great thing. It's, it's a great creative release. And it's, the community is really cool. There's no competitive thing going on. Everybody's just, you know, hey, just like we're doing here. You know, you, you were on each other's shows. And, you know, one of the first podcasts I listened to that I was blown away by was uh, the Twilight Zone podcast. Um, You guys fans of the Twilight Zone?
0: Like the show, the Twilight Zone? Yeah. I love the show. The so show yeah, is great. There,
2: there's a brilliant podcast by this guy. His name is Tom Elliott. He is the host and he's out of, uh, uh, he's out of the UK. Uh, he's where, you know, from where the Beatles were from. Oh, cool. Um, um and why am I forgetting where the Beatles are from? Liverpool. God, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Liverpool. He's a, he's a Liverpool, really nice guy. And he, he's in character too. So he talks kind of like, and he said <laughs> once, you know, he wanted to do it like the old midnight, uh, radio specials, you know, so he yeah, talks yeah. like this and oh he's great and he he's had people on his his podcast like uh the actor who's in the very first uh check out the twilight zone podcast when you can he had the yeah he had the actor who was in the very very first episode of the twilight zone oh really so yeah and he's a super nice guy and he, he would take like you could send your mp3 messages to him and he'd play him and so like i i did one of the first episodes I did for discovery was songs about the twilight zone or songs that have the twilight zone in it. Oh
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so I just went on his thing there and just plugged it a little bit. And lo and behold, I mean, you know, like uh, some guy from Maine, like a year later, he's like, Hey, uh, I've discovered your podcast with the twilight zone podcast. I was like, Oh man, I love it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like a great community. Uh, a yeah, great we have. Community
0: of- is there, is there one like in Connecticut? Like, is there a, a strong community in Connecticut for podcasting or
2: yeah I don't know I mean like you're talking like conventions and stuff or well not just like
0: like here in Winnipeg like we have our own community that we pretty much put together not not just me and Todd but like one of the first podcasters that came out of this city started organizing everyone that has podcasts in our city oh wow
2: yeah yeah So now we we have
0: a festival every year but it's a very tight-knit community
2: okay we we have stuff like in nearby like New York and and I know I think there's one convention there but no, I, I would love that because, you know, um, it would be so cool. You know, it's like this guy, this guy from Liverpool, you know, he, he came all the way from there down to uh, Ithaca, New York, or, or wherever Rod Serling is from, because they had some uh, convention Ithaca, there. Yeah. At Ithaca, right? Yeah. And he, you know, he, he was there, you know, and I'd love to, you know, meet him, you know, but again, that's, what's so cool is that it makes the world a lot smaller, you know, everybody's. So for the most part, everybody's cool. You know, I, I don't, you know, um, I could throw out so many, I have a, I have like a zillion podcasts that I love listening to. I, I just, I just find them. I enjoy every aspect, even, even the ones that might even be like, uh, you know, not, not technically put together with all these sound effects. Yeah, just,
0: Yeah.
2: Hey man, but it's cool. It, there's something, there's a charm to it. And, uh, I, I definitely podcasting kind of lit my broadcasting fire again. I was kind of like at the end of my radio thing, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, I did it full time for many years and, um, and th- this just kind of like reinvigorated me i was like yeah this is cool man i want to do it i just need to get the equipment and i need to figure out how the hell to set this up and i did
0: you know, the reason i was asking you is because here if we have a problem <laughs> like if we like how do i do this audio part or how do i get a patron or how do i we have the community like we have a few not message boards but we usually do it through messengers like okay well I go to our group. Hey, do you guys know how to do this? So we're always helping each other. My brother puts up videos on how to hook up the audio side of things on his on his YouTube page.
2: My two favorite Kiss podcasts. Three oh, see sides. Of what, the,
0: see what they are. Oh, see if they're okay. the ones you're listening to. Okay, go ahead.
2: Three sides of the coin. Yeah. And uh, and shout it out loudcast.
0: Oh, okay, you're missing one.
2: Okay, which there's
0: Pot of Thunder.
2: Yes, Pot of Thunder is a good one too, man. I got it. You good. know what? I have listened to it from time to time. I got to listen to it more regularly, but those, those two are great. Yeah. Um,
0: those two are, yeah, they're pretty. Martin they're pretty
2: Popoff easy. has a great podcast. Uh, History in five songs with Martin podcast. Oh yeah, and that's right. Yeah. Martin, Martin Popoff. A lot of great stuff out there. And I just, by the way, before I forget small world stuff, cause you're talking about your mom. Yeah. Uh, I did have my mom on my podcast. She's a grapho analyst. She reads, you know, handwriting. Check that oh, one cool. out. She, I okay. gave her a list of, list of signatures of famous people and she gave me all the good stuff. But anyway, my I'll definitely check
0: that out. I got to promote mama. My, yes, always
2: my father's cousin was Bob crane, Colonel Hogan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Small world,
0: man. Wow. That's Small world.
2: Cool. Yeah. I mean, and Bob, Bob was the one who was a radio, you know, he was a radio whiz man. And he went, he, he went from Connecticut out to KNX in Los Angeles and I put up on YouTube, he used to, instead of written letters, he would give audio letters to my dad and vice versa. My dad, when wow. well, my dad would re- go onto YouTube and you'll, you'll see like it's 1963 and Bob was just trying to get into TV, but he's telling my dad, don't give up, don't give up. Cause my dad was in radio and he was struggling, you know, and he's like, whatever you do, don't give up, Jim, don't give up. Jimmy, wow. you call him Jimmy, Jimmy. And you know, and, and, and he's he's saying, Oh, congratulations on your upcoming wedding, which was to my mom and all that stuff. Yeah, man. Colonel Hogan. Oh, you know? And so I, I, we grew up
0: on Hogan's heroes for sure.
2: Yeah. And so if you look at a picture of my dad and Bob, like they look like twins, um, you know, and uh, boy, I tell you, I was not, I was about seven when Bob was murdered and I don't remember any of it, but he called our, our house to talk to my dad. The last person of my family that spoke with Bob was my sister. So is your dad home you know no he's not oh man and then, and then uh in the summer of 78 or 9 when 78 he got killed and and my mother said they were out in the backyard and a picnic table and the phone rang and my mother said oh it's the Hartford current wants to talk to you and my dad's like oh okay you know and they said hey we want to see if you want to give a quote about your cousin he's oh are you doing a feature story on him And that guy's like oh i'm sorry oh you know because this is no you know way. back in the day where you don't hear and literally like a half hour later my, uh, I believe one of the relatives called, but my dad had called Bob's mother and said, is it true? And all that. Yeah. You know, Bob's daughter's very cool. Karen Crane. I, I did reach out to her. Cause she, she said, she says, you know, I got a bunch of family photos, you know, if you want them, you know, you know, I, I, wow. yeah. She's like, I got them from you know, somehow or another. I got them and she sure enough sent them to me. Very cool. You know, very, that was hard. Bob seemed like a really nice guy, and, and I think, you know, he got he just, he just got caught up in that that lifestyle, and he was going out and meeting the women and all that, and I and it was just, you know, it, it was a sad ending. Oh, yeah. I, you know, and uh, I wish I could have met him. I wish I could have freaking met him, man. My dad said, you would have loved to talk radio with
0: him and all that stuff, you know? Oh, no kidding.
2: Great show, Hogan's Heroes, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: we definitely grew up on it. Yeah, that was one of my yeah. favorite shows, actually.
2: Yeah, I have a picture of uh, my dad gave to me when my dad and mom were living in Bridgeport. and It's Bob and his wife, Anne, 1968 or 69. And my mother said she was burning up with a fever. And it's a black and white photo. of, uh, And there's my brother and sister as little infants. And my dad and and there's Bob freaking crane, you know. My mother always laughs. She goes, he was just, you know, he was just a member of the family. When he was in Connecticut, he would be like, you know, people you know he just didn't think it was it was a big deal bob you know yeah it was a big deal man it was a big, you know <laughs> but yeah small world it's, such, it's crazy when you know when you think about that stuff somebody always knows somebody or oh, you yeah. know
0: oh yeah yeah
2: for but sure. now with, with all this stuff with zoom and everything you know you could talk to people you know you guys are in yeah. canada i'm in freaking connecticut and we're talking you know that stuff didn't happen back in the day you know yeah. you just uh you know it would be phone or whatever but no. Oh,
0: it's so it's so easy it's so easy uh, can you uh, tell us where to find you what what's yeah, your social media I, do, that I stuff? should
2: do that right I'm not good at promoting <laughs> uh, right. you could, well vhnd.com is the place you know for to, to keep up the data on Van Halen uh, vanhillen has got all the cool merchandise there uh, you so and as far as the, uh, the podcast the best way is you know, just like I say at the end of every episode, uh, facebook.com/slash the discovery podcast home. So, you, you know, you could find me there. And, uh, I, I don't have a website because I just feel like I mean, I'd like to have one, but I just don't have the time to do it. But You're, sure Are I, you on Spreaker? I'm on Spreaker. So, if you yeah, go so you over,
0: have, you have a, you, yeah, you
2: kind of have a website there. It's kind of what it's like. Yeah. If you just, if you just literally just type in Google Discovery with Eric Sennett, oh, yeah, it comes short, up right away. You know, yeah and um you know i I, th- I think that's it i mean i've got uh i've always got like a month's worth of episodes in the can man and uh you know it's 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 fun to do and i and i it's it just means it means the world to me man that that you know somebody like yourself just if you, you discover it you find discover you know yeah. <laughs> no pun intended but now you <laughs> find it and it's there and you and and you're getting something out of it uh you know, I've, I've had, I've had people like a male, uh, one guy, he you know, he works for the postal service and every Saturday when he's out doing his run, man, he wants to just listen to an episode and they all look forward to the episodes. It's a small little audience. It's, it's a nice little loyal audience, man. It's the freaking coolest, man. It's, you know, I'm blown away by it. So uh, I would say if anybody's a classic rock fan and you really are into the trivia stuff and finding out how the songs are made and getting into, you know, the stories and really want to find out about albums. Cause I try to do mostly, Stuff on albums. Yep. Track you know, that's, by that's, track.
0: That's that's the stuff. That's, that's that's the real good good yeah, stuff.
2: Yeah, you know, but I you know, I've got ones on Bohemian Rhapsody. I just I just did. Uh I did one on uh band aids do they know it's Christmas? Uh working on a Keith Richards one, the ten greatest Keith Riffs. Nice. So you know, I try to mix it up and and and, and always keep up, you know, and the, even the though inner, it's I was gonna say, inner, even
0: though it's hard rock, uh it, it's not you're not just doing hard rock you're doing a little bit of everything like there was a good good episode on Huey Lewis that I listened to today oh yeah
2: yeah Huey Lewis uh you know it's not all hard rock I did the Phil Collins Hello I Must Be Going uh Sting you know we did a Sting album and the trick is to find enough information on every track that's not the easiest thing but you can you could do it it's out there and uh and then again incorporating interviews you know the Rush Signals one I had Martin Popoff who's written a all those great rush books i got comments yeah, from todd him, so.
0: you gotta listen to that one if you haven't that's probably my that's yeah. probably yeah that's probably my favorite episode i think so far
2: cool Yeah,
0: just because i mean it it was just like i love that album so but it, it, it made me love the album just a little bit more so that's i, I think that's what you're providing like that's what well, your show is providing like yeah i really love van halen yeah, but listen to this and then after yeah. go listen to Van Halen after and then you kind of pick out new things that you you missed the first time or it just reminds you of how much you love that particular album or that particular band or you know that particular song or whatever. That's that's yeah. what I feel you're yeah. giving out to the uh
2: yeah it's it's designed so if you have already know about these songs it's just fun to listen to anyway and maybe learn something more about some on a song yeah. or an album that you didn't know of but even if you didn't it's still f- a fun listen you know on your way to and from work or whatever yeah but also you know it's it's for people to it's it's hopefully to encourage people to go out and buy the the music too Sure. Uh, you know, cause you know, there's a lot of this copyright stuff, you know, I was a little worried about playing clips of songs. I, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't heard anything. Nobody's gotten pissed at me for it. I hope I, they don't because the, the goal is to, you know, obviously not play the whole thing, play enough of it to where it's, it's entertaining, but to where people will say, I'm going to go out and buy that or I'm going to go back and listen to it again. Yeah. You know,
0: or you're or actually gonna, promoting you know, record sales,
2: you know, or, or, or just, you know, or just listen to it from a whole different aspect and, and a different angle and say, man, I didn't realize that that's what he was thinking when he wrote that song or i never really heard that little bass line in there or whatever it is you know yeah. it's, it's, there's so much there it's endless you know to me it is and i guess guys like you love music you know i'm not a musician so I, I take it from an aspect of i try not to get into every now and then i will but i try not to get into uh like i'll talk about keith richards uh open g tuning i mean that's kind of a, a well-known thing with yeah. him but I'm not going to get into the technical stuff because those, there are people out there that are brilliant at that stuff and that's for them to do. So I try to take it more of a, from a perspective of just somebody like me, you know, I, not a musician, but I'm fascinated with this stuff. You know, how did he come up with that song? Yeah. yeah. You know, where did he think of that? You know? So in fact, I, um, there's a new Bruce Springsteen book, stories behind all of his songs. I'm looking forward to getting, you know, and putting that to use. So, you know, I'm always looking for stuff, you know, all, all these great authors that's why i have authors on my show because the, those, those are the people that they've done their research and they help with these episodes oh, so. yeah
0: for sure and help sell so, books
2: yeah <laughs> yeah so it's good but yeah this man, is uh, I, I this is what's next me for
0: me this is the next one for me i don't know which
2: one know. is that uh uh small victories
0: faith Wait, no more
2: what? oh faith no more yeah
0: yeah it's uh it's really highly rated like really highly rated uh, I eight, love uh,
2: Midnight Midlife Crisis is so one of uh, my favorite songs
0: yeah oh sorry I'll hold it up there
2: they got yeah, a they, die hard fan base for sure oh
0: yeah I'm uh, tackling this one next um, and the other thing I was going to get you to listen to here is um, are you familiar with two minutes to late
2: night I don't know why that sounds familiar to me
0: late night, I, late night rock show on YouTube Okay. Hosted by Guarcinio Hall. Guarcinio Hall. Guarcinio Hall. Where's <laughs> Corpse Paint On. And um they do a late night show, but it's centered on people that are musicians as opposed to just like a David Letterman or whatever. It's right. Really, really good. But they do mashups, they bring in multiple musicians in to record covers of great songs.
2: Oh, and cool. It's like
0: one member from this band, and it's all bed. They, they, I think they call it bedroom tracks or whatever. Yeah, um, they have on there a cover of Anthem by Rush,
2: oh, which
0: man, is my favorite a, song of all time. It's
2: got is Cohe- it really?
0: It's got Cohen and Rush Cambria. Song? What's that? Oh, that's by, by far, Rush song? by far. Okay, yeah, by far. Uh, coheed and Cambria is on there, Mastodon. Uh, I can't remember who else. Uh, Prim- uh Les Claypool from Primus.
2: Oh, I saw him live. Yeah, he's great. Go watch
0: Anthem. The look up okay. two minutes of late night anthem you're gonna be blown away i've i listened to that song about four or five times a day that their version of it it is oh wow it, for discovery and i'm finding bands from this show because every time every week they get a new song with a bunch of new artists doing another song they do a cover uh, of a rocket queen by uh by guns and roses do you know but they bring in like different people like completely different they do um god who else and then they're covering like um what's that? they do a katy perry cover but it's it's a hard rock version
2: okay just brilliant and this is called again two minutes to late night makeup
0: yeah and, and the uh Guaracino hall himself is a multi-instrumentalist he plays every single instrument and he can sing his octave range is ridiculous
2: oh wow look at that oh yeah because they, they got an immediate video that comes up there yeah but he, can, and Cambria he, he, is
0: great. he, he can do a dead on axl rose every every timber that he does he can do the the high whales to the really low you know that he does um he can do king diamond but he can also he can do like Danzig. like the guy is
2: wow well he looks like uh, and he's he's the guy that assembles hardcore yeah okay he's got he's got the uh yeah he's got that, that the makeup is very reminiscent of um
0: I mean, King
2: Diamond. King Diamond. Well,
0: yeah, he looks like King Diamond. But yeah,
2: yeah wait, cool. boy, he produces go, these things well too. They're,
0: oh yeah, go go yeah. down the rabbit hole. That's my big recommendation. Oh yeah, that's here
2: good. it is. I mean, that's the, the first one here is Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh man, this is. And, and they also
0: did. They also did a, a a trilogy of Van Halen songs too. They have an episode. oh okay trilogy cool. well, back then, to back. And it would well, raise should... uh, it raised money for something.
2: Oh well, I I would love to feature that on the news desk, on the VHND. That's the stuff we're looking for.
0: Yeah, but yeah, take a peek through there. I think there's stuff. Yeah, uh, I
2: use. will, man. But yeah, anyway, cool.
0: I'm gonna sign out and go kiss my. All right, boy. guys. Good night. Thanks for coming. I know. We'll we'll, yeah, uh, for we'll have you on again. That's oh uh,
2: yeah, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. All right. I, I mean, we could just, we could talk rock and roll all night,
0: man. Oh yeah, for sure.